Welcome, fellow adventurers, to Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Grab your dice bags and ready your imaginations because we're about to embark on a journey through the wild, wacky, and wonderfully disastrous world of D&D. I'm Michael, the one with the imposing bald head, beard, and glasses, and alongside me is the ever-wise, bald, and bearded Matt. Greetings, listeners. Our combined years of DMing have gifted us with tales that are too good not to share. We have celebrated the missteps, the critical fails, and those characters who have left the tavern but never quite the starting village. <laughs> That's right. Whether it's a campaign that met its untimely demise or a character whose dreams were dashed by a well-placed banana peel, we're diving into the moments that were dead before they started. But it's not all doom and gloom. We'll also explore the gems hidden within the chaos, those unforgettable NPCs who stole the show, unexpected alliances that save the day, and the camaraderie that keeps us rolling those dice. So join us every week as we roll the dice of destiny and share stories that make you laugh, make you cringe, or even inspire your next adventure. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast fix so you never miss an episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Welcome to our very, very, very first episode. I'm Michael, as you heard in the intro. And, and sitting beside, oh, sorry, and sitting beside me, Matt. Matt, he's, he's just, he's, he moment. thinks he's amazing, but it is what it is. So, uh, just to get you kind of background here, we talked about the dice of destiny. M- Matt here is going to be in charge of the dice of destiny today, and we're going to be rolling the dice of destiny to determine what our episode is all about. So, we're going to do that a little uh, explanation of what the dice of destiny is. Oh, a dice of destiny is a d20, and yep. we have a roll table built out for our podcast based on what we roll in the dice. Uh, and, and we got 20 options. Yep. And there's a lot. And those will be little topics that we're going to talk about today. Um, so, yeah. Should I think we're we ready. Started? Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Hold right. on. Here we go. Mm. Monkey beat. You ready for your dice? Yeah, yep. got the dice. Here we go. All right, Ooh. so we get yeah. rolled. What'd you roll there? I got an eight. Oh, an eight. Okay, so today eight. our eight is epic saves. Epic saves. So Ooh. we're going to discuss the moments when a character managed to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. Now, I, I think or there were, I think there were one. Mr. Death himself from taking them. <laughs> uh. I'll give you that. You know, it's it's just the, the kind of the way it is. But I think there was one. In, a, in one of our campaigns that, that I was DMing a little while ago that we haven't done in a while. Yeah. Uh, I think there was one where I, where um, some choices were made uh, by my co-host here, oh, Matt. Was it, it was my character? It was your character. Oh. Do you not remember this? Which which time? Uh, this was when the we were playing Minds of Pendelver. Right, right. And uh, there is the little girl, right? Mm-hmm. The extra NPC that I created. I can't remember, Maria or something like that. I can't remember her name. The one that got lost in the graveyard? We're yep. talking about that The story? one in the graveyard, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the one yeah. the one that gave her graveyard. They just finished a side quest um, going against Agatha, this witch in the forest. Yep. And they had made a choice at the time to forego saving this city and go chase Agatha or something like that. And then these bandits took over the city. And unfortunately, took one of their favorite NPCs, or this his character's favorite NPC. Yeah, it was a whole group thing. Like, uh, yeah. we the cleric was definitely in love with this little girl in, mm-hmm. in a way that uh, 
we're not we're not talking about Catholic clerics here. We're we're just the, he really cared for this uh, little girl, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were really beat up. I I wasn't really doing much as a ranger um, on our last fight. I was missing a lot. I was sitting in the bushes. Um, so you know, I was feeling <laughs> fresh still. I was I was feeling good. So um, my companions decided to go to the tavern, have a drink, mm-hmm. go to sleep. I thought I'd use my ranger skills to uh, do a little snooping, maybe track <laughs> down this little girl. Um, and so I did. I went off on my own. I split the party like you're never supposed to. <laughs> yeah. You're never supposed to go off on your own, right? <laughs> yeah, how'd that, how'd that end up? Let's, let's see how that ended up. You yeah, got to the graveyard and what happened? So tracked this girl down to the graveyard, went to the graveyard. Um, well, she wasn't there, was she? She wasn't there, but there what was, was a bunch there? of bandits there mm. waiting for me. Mm-hmm, they were. Uh, a nice failed stealth roll mm-hmm. uh, got me detected. <laughs> yep. But I, I feel like I redeemed this with a, a, oh, a fog gosh. cloud that you, 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 the yep, battlefield. You, you hit your fog cloud. Yep. yep. And then they chased you. They tried to bum rush me, yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I had a nice little critical success that I rolled that D20 <laughs> got, and landed on the 20. I, I like How many times, though? Do, do you remember how many times you rolled that D20? Was it two or three? It was a lot because yeah. you because we were doing a chase and we were doing the roll table mm-hmm. for the chase and, and you did pretty city. good and you got and then you rolled a, a jumping, crit one jumping over mm-hmm. cabbage patch kids and uh, <laughs> the fruit carts yeah yeah dodging them all it was like midnight though too remember there was nothing yep. nothing really going on but then you rolled a crit one I'm a tiefling I can see the uh, dark so yeah yeah, yeah. midnight's <laughs> not a big thing <laughs> but you rolled that crit one I got stuck rolled, in a corner yep with I, five bandits around you. Rolled a crit one, trying to go under a uh, horse and wagon, uh-huh. and um, didn't quite get low enough, and you know, you caught my jaw. Mm. <laughs> yep, yep <laughs> sliding got, under that cart. You, you got caught, and, and there were five of them. To me. Yep. So then, then what happened? Then what happened? Well, they tried to attack me. I mm-hmm. uh, hellish rebuked one. <laughs> yeah, lit him on fire. Yep. Um, then one was gone. Another critical hit. Yep. Took out another one. Yep, you had a, you had a crit nice roll. Little, yep. Nice little arrow straight to the, the forehead. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, the last one. Well, you, took I, out, you took out a third one. I don't remember I, how, but you took out, out a third, third one. one. He started to run, and, well, I'm a ranger, so I just pop, yep. pop. Yeah, and uh, then the other two other were gone. Two, the, the other two were gone. Like, they, they left you, and they're like, this guy is, yeah, they were he bum rushed us. We're, and, we're, we're done. After taking a couple hits myself, I'm, like, level two, so I don't have a ton of health. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to give chase. It was back to the tavern, meet up with the buddies. Yeah. So you had the epic save. I did. So it was there. And, and we had this epic save. And, and, and again, we're, we're talking about this uh, endearable NPC, right? And Little girl's still out there somewhere. We need to yeah, we have, find her. Well, we haven't had our session in months. So well, we got to get that session back up. Cause. Was that an epic save then? Oh, it, it, I well, guess I saved it myself. was your say. It was yourself because you were, you were screwed. As the DM, I was sitting there just trying. I was like, "Okay, I got him. Look at my chops. Like, I got you. You're you're done. You're getting hurt. You you left every, you left everybody alone. You just sitting in the corner. So, as a as a DM, that's what that's what you wish for. You want the the characters to do these fun, engaging stories, but then you're looking at your chops like ready, like I'm I'm gonna get you. Yeah, and you completely messed me up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, "Man, I got this. Nope." 
right. Nope, nope, nope. So, so this one's for you for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Much. What a guy. Mm-hmm. And and for me, it was a big old. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was it was what it was. But uh, and after all the times yeah. you screwed me in that campaign, it felt pretty good. To be honest. I didn't screw you. That was most of them yourself because you went off the map. Uh-huh. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, but th- that was that was an epic save moment. Um, that I, I think you know he, he had the defeat. And he, uh, he I thought he was going to be defeated, and he ended up just coming out of nowhere and he, just That's wrecking fun. wrecking yeah. face. So, um, there's a great epic save there. Um, so we're talking about one from my campaign that you were. Uh, oh, that one. A part of. Yeah, let's do the epic save from mine. Yeah. Um. Well, you remember, so we're doing the water deep heist. For those of you who have done the water deep heist, you might uh, remember that there's a little gnome who's obsessed with purple in the lower docks. (laughs) Um, He doesn't really have much, but he's quite the distraction for your players if you bring him up. Because, I mean, who doesn't want to check out a guy who's obsessed with purple, right? Yeah, and I I believe I did. Yeah, you checked him out a lot. More and than I probably should have, I, and was told multiple times to to knock it off, and I just kept going for it. Yes. So, you remember what happened? Uh, I remember we were in his shop, mm-hmm. and um, we were asking him questions, and he basically was ignoring everything. Yeah, he wasn't quite truthful. We got the insight; he wasn't quite truthful. Yeah. And you, you forget to say that uh, I have a uh, extremely stealthy. You do. Um, He's rogue. Rogue. So he was extremely doing stealthy rogue things, you know, but I, I don't, rem- I'm, I don't have like, I'm kind of a lame rogue, but I can do quite a, quite a good stuff on that campaign. I can't remember exactly what my character background is, but, um, I ended up having this amazing stealth while you guys, you, you well, the rest of our party was kind of keeping him occupied. And I stole this, um, what was it? The eye, the eye above the door that yeah. watches everything. Yeah. The, yeah. Was, what's that called again? Um, the, I was going to say obelisk, beholder, beholder. beholder. Yes. The beholder. I, uh, I stole the beholder and had it. It was about, and I ran away with it. Didn't I? Yep. You got away. Yep. I got, I got away and while the other players are trying to figure out how do we get this guy to talk? Let's just give him something purple, but yeah, uh, he got away with the eye. <laughs> I got away um, with the eye. I'm laughing inside because, uh, <laughs> I, well, I'm, completely shocked he got away with it <laughs> but also he has a, basically a, a mini 20. tracker with him a, a camera <laughs> he took a camera with him see i didn't know what the boulder was at the time i just knew that you know this is my first campaign i'd ever played so i was like yeah. well i don't know what this is i'm, but, I'm gonna take it but later later that night what did you do um holder i we decided to give it back yes and um I, wasn't I alone at one point and I got like ambushed in the alley? Was that before or after this? Well, you were the most stealthy, so you went into the alleyway to try yeah. to break into the back and yeah. put the beholder back. Just put it back. And we... Continually, you're rolling high stealth. Yeah, um, I was ki- I was kicking ass on that annoying. stealth. <laughs> yeah, uh, really You the alleyway, <laughs> you unlock a, a lock that's... Pretty hard. Had a pretty high DC. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know how I did that either. I still I was rolling literally D twenties or eighteens, like just across the board. But I had a plus eight on stealth and stuff. So I'm trying to deter him at this point, but yep. he's still going for it. <laughs> he gets into the shop. The, the gnome is having a little conversation with his buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, I overheard most of it, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. 
You listened in on it. But you still persisted on getting into the shop and putting the beholder eye back. Yeah. I didn't end up getting that far, did I? No. Um, yeah. This is where things, I guess, I mean, we're supposed to be talking about epic successes. Well, I, I, did, I did have a save at the end of this. Like yeah, it was, it you was, didn't yeah. totally mess it up. But the, the gnome did hear you mm-hmm. trying to stealth in and confronted you. Um, but you guys, uh, I guess this is where the success came yeah. in because yeah. you guys intimidated him down, um, got him to back off and not attack. Yeah. Or call his buddies in for help at that point. Yeah. And and we just said, here, we're giving this back to you because he was really pissed. And I was like, I'm just giving it back to you. And <laughs> it calmed him down enough for us to leave. But I, th- I still think, because we haven't played that campaign in a while either, that that... Well, we played it, but we've done things since then that I think that's going to come back to haunt us a little bit. Oh yeah, that I haven't you guys are quite. Screwed. Yeah, yeah, that I haven't quite. We haven't quite gotten there yet, um, but we're getting close. I think in that campaign of where where that's going to come back and bite me a little bit. But I, you know, my character's still pretty much gonna we had a more deal with that. In that episode, we had or in that campaign, we had a more epic success than that, didn't we? A more epic success when you guys were trying to hunt down the elf killer. We found the elf killer, if I found remember the elf correctly. Killer correctly. Was a high level. Yeah. Who can teleport oh, and God, do a yes. bunch of stuff. Yes. Okay, I remember this. This was okay, this was legit. Okay, during that same campaign. Yeah. Um, this was actually my critical success, wasn't it? Again. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've, I've just yep, been doing yep, all yep. the fun stuff in that campaign, apparently. <laughs> but uh so we had this really high level like just kind of mercenary almost kind of guy coming after well, we weren't really coming after. He was going after somebody. Killed the gnome, didn't he? Or no, went he's, after. He's killing elves. That's what it yeah, was. He was. You guys were elves. stalking him, and yeah. Um, that's every night, was. you guys were waiting outside of a bar, trying oh, to attract yes, we his did. attention. Yep. We were with, trying to attract his attention. That's one right. of the party members is an elf, so they'd mm-hmm. get her really drunk and drag her through the streets. Trying and to, it never ended up being her, was it? No. Yeah, which was lame. <laughs> but then I, I, I found it. I found another elf that it yeah, followed. Well, randomly. You guys followed a, a different elf, and yeah, he he popped out. Trying to uh, that's right kill him mm-hmm. and we I I have no idea how we did this but we hit him with a sleep arrow which was the number one epic epicness of the story right okay um, no 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 that was an epic fail oh why because uh, I thought he went your, to sleep no your ranger um, critical failed and killed the elf that you were trying oh, to protect that's right the one we were trying to protect yes yes but okay we your had success that. came in. When he was distracted with that, oh yeah, and you guys, um, and, I, and we ended up like tying him up. You guys grappled him. Oh, we grappled very him, that's successfully. Right. Grappled this yes. guy who has a very high dex. Yep, but that wasn't um, me that did that. That was our um, or uh, orc who died at the beginning of our campaign and came back have. with like that where he just laughs at everything serious. That's like the best thing ever when he laughs. Right. It's so funny. Um, but he grappled. He grappled. You tied him up. Really successful. Um, and then we also had, uh, so you, you have him tied up. Yeah. He tries to teleport. He tries to use uh, his darkness ability to distract you. But, I mean, you're already close range. Mm-hmm. You're touching him. Yep. He couldn't get away with the darkness. Dude's not talking because he's got nothing to talk about. He's just yeah. out there killing else. But, and we, but we literally had him tied up in like a back his- room of our own tavern, wasn't it? It was in the basement of our own tavern. No, that no, we, no, it was a different guy. 
different guy? You did this in the streets. Oh, I did him tied up in the streets. Oh. He wasn't talking. Oh, and then I sliced his throat. I could not get him. Like, I was rolling poorly <laughs> as the DM here. Yes. Critical fails. He mm-hmm. could not get out of this. They were getting, you know, nat 20s. It was a great time. Oh, um, it was awesome. But this guy who I was going to use to mess up a couple of the party members um, basically got pacified <laughs> without ever swinging or hitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. We pacified him, had him, had him, and then he wasn't saying nothing. So I just took my knife out and cut his throat and was done with it. Yeah. And he was supposed to come back later in the story, wasn't he? I thought. No. You said that, yeah, he was supposed to come back and just do a couple little damage and leave. And Oh, no, that was my plan is to, like, knock mm. out a couple of you and run away. Yeah, and then <clears throat> we kind of messed up your whole yeah. story a little bit there. So epical fail, epic fail for on my part, DM. But, but epic save for us of just, you know, <laughs> right. getting this great, great roles and just happening all over the place. So um, that leads us into our next kind of segue here of um, DM tools that we think are extremely beneficial that can help you yeah. in situations. So um, I've got one that Being um, a DM is I use. such a lot of work. Oh, God, it's so much prepping work. everything. So, yeah. So the one I have is this, it's a, it's actually from Pathfinder, which I know, let's, let's be honest, it's, it's not the same game, but... Um, it's called the deck of endless NPCs and it's where you can literally connect. You literally take a couple cards and you're aligning these arrows with these cards and overlapping them to give you different people with different, um, traits, personalities, yeah, all sorts of goals in life, health. Yeah. All sorts of really cool things that then help you get like, you know, they might even have a secret or they're resilient or they're willing to help you with different things or they have a backstory. Um, yeah. And it just makes it quick and easy for you to create an NPC that maybe, and even has a picture too, which is kind of cool. Um, so you can kind of describe them and yeah, just so makes you have your one card here. Better. It's got, it's got the race. It gives mm-hmm. you a list of names that possible that yep. it could be. Um, gives you a health pool, right? Is that yeah. A little bit of health, health. And then it gives them, um, some other pieces of information uh, using these cards. And then once you get there, it'll, it'll tell you, um, are you neutral, uh, chaotic, lawful, good, all those things. Um, and then it'll also give you like, um, like I said, the secret uh, based on only based on if you get a certain number of like health or these little scroll things. And then um, that way it can give you a little bit, um, yeah. just a little bit more in depth than just a random NPC. Because I think the the I thing that matters in, an, in a campaign is the NPCs. Oh, yeah. Right, the ones that... The environment and the world <clears throat> that you build up around your characters. Um, what I love about this is that, like, if you've ever DNM'd, you know that your players are going to go off the rails and they're going to find weird people to talk to, mm-hmm. right? A shopkeeper that or you didn't weird. plan. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. some guy in a cave that, again, they're not supposed to be going to this cave, but they found a cave and they're following the cookie crumb trail that you've accidentally left in your game. Yeah, and you didn't even try to do it. It just happens. Like, so, there's so many times where you say, don't do this, and you gotta, they do it anyways. Sometimes you got to make an NPC up on the spot. So this is a great way to get names, uh, race, give them a little goal so that you can play them and give your characters a little more... Um, more to do? Game. Yeah, more to, more do. to do. Yeah, Keep like, them in the game. Immer- yeah. Keep their immersion mm-hmm. locked in. And I think a lot of that, some of these even have like... Um, side quests built into them in a way where they're looking for something 
and you can ask them and they'll have a little bit more to give and maybe oh, you have is. a little mini side quest too. There's nice. one on there that I remember they lost like a pet and they were looking for their pet. That's you perfect. You basically help them out and you go, you know, maybe get a reward or something or whatever so, out of it. Yeah. You know, it's super easy. Um, anything super easy for a DM is helpful for you to, to do what you need to do. So, yeah, anything I can get myself. So, yeah, check it out. It's called the Deck of Endless NPCs. Mm-hmm. It's super cheap. It's on. I found it on Amazon. I think it was like mm, 10, 20 bucks maybe, but it was totally worth it. Yeah. So do you, that, that's mine. Do you have any DM tools you think are critical or helpful? Um, I mean, everybody knows D&D Beyond. Um, super handy tool to get a party together, especially online these days. Um, and everybody can, you know, everybody can buy a book. You don't have to spend, one person doesn't have to spend a thousand dollars to get a book and share it with everybody. So, uh, you know, everybody in your campaign, buy a book, share it with each other, and then everybody gets to play. Yeah, like we did have. And then yeah. your buddy kind of said, bye, I'm yeah. getting rid of this. My buddy with all the books ran mm-hmm. off. <laughs> yeah, that was lame. But, I mean, I, I'm thinking about getting some more of them. That's fine. Um, um, uh, and, you know, just kind of um, going yeah. that way. I mean, that's a great one because you need, you need all those things, and it's hard to do with just the books. I feel like you know, digital books these days, and everything's digital. Yeah. So much nicer. And the way I kind of learned how to DM was just make everything up yourself. So mm, yeah, I've kind of created my own tools. Like I have Excel spreadsheets of NPCs and backgrounds and side characters and names of taverns and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, that's a lot of like that homebrew kind of stuff was, yeah. was, is big, was big back before 5e and all these adventures coming out. Once you kind of once you make those tools, mm-hmm. you can use them forever. Yeah. You can and reuse them, yeah. There's and there's a bunch of tools out there. So um, even like yeah. even take your deck of cards and put mm-hmm. that in an Excel sheet for you and oh yeah. You can make stuff really easy. Um I, I think now now going in after DM tools, what about um what about a player tool? What what is like an essential tool that a player needs or when you play? It's like enhance the experience or uh, it's a tool, man, and whatever you think it is important as a player. Got to bring your own dice box, right? Every player needs a dice box. Customize it. Find one online that oh, like the one sitting in front of you here yeah. that we got because you know find a color you enjoy. Is I like purple, which is another have... reason that purple got me on that on that uh, campaign we did earlier. That epic save. It's a great place to store your dice, mm-hmm. carry them around, and it gives you a nice surface to, to roll on. And, and I think that we ran into that on that first campaign when those guys joined us mm-hmm. where they didn't have dice boxes at the beginning and they were no. like, this this is terrible. My dice won't roll. My dice won't do this. And it's just... Yeah, we were playing on a little... Plastic table. Plastic tables. Oh, that you, so bad. That pop up. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you make do, right? We always yeah. make do and everything like that. But I, I think at the same time, it's like, um, you need a dice box. You're right. You know? It's, it's really what it is. And I, you know, I, I would go along the side and say, well, what I think is you can never have too many dice. No. You told me, you told me that. Yeah. And I bought like 120 <laughs> dice, I think, right off the bat. We got into it. And I bought that dice box and then 120 dice. You can't just have one set of dice because no. if that set of dice betrays you, then yeah. what are you going to do? You're going to have a bad night. Exactly. You're going to have a terrible night. So you got to throw it away. You dice jail, you know? Yeah. So I think more dice, the better. And I am having an issue here with sound just coming through my computer. I'm sorry. Um, but we'll, we'll fix that later. I hope, but, um, 
fix in post. Yeah, or or just not worry about it because it's just a ding and my I don't know, I'm getting messages. It's weird. Um, it's like I'm working all the time. Jeez. That's kind of how it feels. But, um, you know, that, that's kind of what we're looking at. But I think um, one more Dice of Dense Destiny, you think? Talk about something real quick and then Well, it's a player tool. Oh, I said, I said the dice. I said more the dice, more dice okay, man. Gotcha. My tool is as the much dice. dice. So, so this is, thing. here you go, this was you. So our, you, know. you weren't listening. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think both of ours, like, hey, What's a player tool? Uh, mm. You know, just the essentials to play yeah. the game. Why but not? Those, those this is our first tools. episode. We talk about the essentials first off. That's that's fair. We enough. got other episodes to talk about other tools. Let's talk about the player's handbook. No, I'm oh gosh, please no! I don't want to read that. I have it sitting right there on the on the shelf. You see it over there? Player's handbook. I actually have books. So adorable. I have legit books. I have a book. You know how often I actually books. use them? <laughs> Never. I should have had them bought digitally, but that was on so me. Good. You can search it up. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another tool I want, but I'm gonna save that one for another another episode because it's a legit tool. Yeah, I think I showed I it think, to you one time. Remember? Yeah, yeah, it was legit. I, I love that we one. Talk about that next time. It's it's a legit tool. So we're going again. Some more, one more dice of destiny. Okay. So you're up. Ooh, here we go. What do we get this time? We got a seven. Oh, we got a seven. Let's see what a what a seven gets us here it gets us a uh, rule bloopers rule blooper mm-hmm. bloopers like reflect on instances when you misinterpreted a rule leading to a hilarious result oh so the rule was bleeped up and messed up and then it came out kind of funny and hilarious so i know i know some things i've tried uh-huh. to do in campaigns what was that? And then I roll terribly and it doesn't go the way I want it. Yeah. Like, that happens to everybody. I think there was one that you did too in my campaign where I think you like slipped and fell on your face. And yeah, you, you make me do that a lot. Yeah, that's true. But the, remember... Um, Magical banana peels everywhere. Because you, your character is Remy Ives. Mm-hmm. And then our bard in, in the one that I'm DMing is uh, Ice Drop Lodard. Yeah. Remember his? Where he yeah. caught himself on fire? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where where the rule, where the rule was, um, he's like, can I set the trees on fire? Or no, actually, that was the turtle. The turtle was like, fire, right? Yeah, he's like, burn the world down. He's, he's like, like, I just want to burn it all down. And I was like, fine. You can do that. Rule, rule says you can, you know, yeah, catch it on fire. And and the problem was that Ice Trap was in the middle of that forest right when he set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily a rule blooper, but it was like he actually caught his own teammate on fire and it, mm. his teammate was basically out of commission for the rest of the game. <laughs> like he was like, I can't do anything. <laughs> The character understood what he mm-hmm. could do, but didn't understand the consequences of what he was about to do. Exactly. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and he didn't realize, he for, completely forgot he was up there and just caught him on fire. Mm. And all yeah. you heard is the screaming coming from the, uh, from Ice Drop. He was a little, yeah. yeah. And then he made a story up about it later, like a, a, a song. I remember we making make up songs. Oh, yeah. He has to make up all the songs. It's, he's a it's, good bard. Like he's him. a really good bard. Um, what about you? You got so any see. of those? Um, this is, I think this is a rule blooper on the DM's part. So we, I was part of a campaign. We decided to do an evil campaign. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but it was kind of set in this world of, it, it took a lot of inspiration from anime. The big anime was Inuyasha. If you've ever seen that show, hmm. it's about uh, a demon dog, a half demon dog, um, who's hanging out with a, reincarnated priestess from the future 
the reincarnated priestess gets flown back into the the past and um there's this uh this jewel shard right and the jewel shard accidentally gets broken apart and it spreads all over the world and like demons if they get a hold of this jewel shard it buffs them hmm. okay. so um basically we're we're in Yasha. we're trying to find all the jewel shards and put them back together but we're doing it for evil purposes so we can take over the world because it gives us oh gives you guys buffs too huh yeah, okay. yeah all right all right so the dm put these shards in that give us buffs we can like add um add damage to our attack based on how much health we give up okay right and it's totally random. We can't pick how much health we give up. We just, we roll the dice. Oh, it's based on a roll. Yeah. Oh, that's even harder, isn't and it? And so you roll it, you kill yourself, but you're also adding a lot of damage to your attack. Well, my buddy, he's playing a paladin. Paladins have divine smite, and they save that for when you critical hit, because that's mm-hmm. when you oh, get yeah, yeah. the yep. maximum damage from divine smite. Well, he critical hit this boss. He God. decided to divine smite and to pump this jewel shard. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that all of the damage he does, not just the damage that he added, but all of the damage he does to the boss gets mm-hmm. taken away from his health. So okay. he not only like one shot this boss, but he one shot himself <laughs> to death. <laughs> so so you're, you're telling me that he, he legitimately one shot a boss. Probably a pretty tough boss, I'd imagine, yeah. too, because you were buffing like at this point. Five or six of us in this campaign. Oh, so my. Okay, pretty, yeah. So he's pretty... pretty okay. And and he one-shots himself because he basically does the damage to himself, too. Yeah. Because so the he same rolled... damage he did to the boss. So he, he rolled himself. all of his... Oh, so, okay. So he rolled, he took the damage, and then all the damage he hit the boss with came back and hit him? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, the demon was trying to balance the power that he was giving us. But, uh-huh. uh, but it backfired. It kind of... Backfired, I guess, on us. Yeah, it backfired on you. It <laughs> probably helped him out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So the, the oh, jewel geez. shard rules got changed after that, so we can keep our characters alive. But okay. Yeah. Did he come? Ba- did that character come back with any negative effects like we did in our campaign? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love. I love it when that happens. I, I hope we get to talk about that later. Listen, if you're gonna revive a character, you got to punish him. Oh, you you always got to do that. So um, uh, again, you know, we're we're looking at going into the final days, and thank you for. Tune into our podcast. Have a good day. Next time. And there you have it. Another episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles, wrapped up in a critical success. Before we ride off into the sunset, don't forget to share your own tales of misadventure and mayhem with us. We'd love to hear about your characters who met their fate before they could say critical fail. Absolutely. Reach out to us on social media. Hashtag dead before it started and let us know your favorite moments from today's episode or any epic fails you've encountered on your own tabletop escapades. And if you've been enjoying our stories of woe and laughter, be sure to leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps other adventurers discover the podcast and join our ever-growing guild of storytellers. Until next time, dear listeners, may your dice be kinder than a gentle breeze and your campaigns be as legendary as the sagas of old. Farewell, adventures. Keep those imaginations soaring and those dice rolling. Be sure to join us for the next episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Thank you.